We're continuing our series about doing a personal reboot as a man. Now, this is something that is needed for all men, especially today. You see, today, guys, we have more technology than ever. And all that technology coming out says it's going to help us. It's going to help us save time. It's going to help us be more productive and all that. However, men feel more stressed and more overwhelmed than ever. And all this stress and overwhelm can become like a white noise in our life. We just kind of get used to it. The noise is ever-present. It's always around us, and we don't think much about it. That's what white noise is. It's just kind of that background noise. And for a lot of us, busyness and overwhelm have just become that. And so we just don't worry about it. But the problem is it's not healthy, and it won't help us live our best life as men. That's why we need to make sure to do personal reboots in our life. Personal reboots are the secret to having a greater level of purpose and passion for our life. So let's jump in and find out more about it. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I am so glad you joined me here today as we're coming to the end of the year when this audio is recording and we're talking about personal reboots because at the new part of the year, a lot of men think about their goals for the year, resolutions, things like that. And a personal reboot is the key to picking the right goals. And as men, reboots are important if we wanna continue to grow and make an impact in the world as men. How we live and who we impact are directly related to our growth as men. We're not really going to grow and help people unless we make it a purpose to grow, unless we choose to grow. And our growth starts with us doing regular personal reboots. Now, we're using the computer analogy because it just kind of fits in and helps us, I think, understand. Computers are an integral part of existence today. You know, the new reality is we don't even think about how computers have evolved. You know, we have smartphones, we have smart speakers in our home, our TVs are smart, everything is smart. And so we're just kind of used to it. You know, back in the day, a computer would take a whole room. Now we carry computers around in our pockets. And computers changing and being updated and being able to do more, well, that's just become normal. We don't even think about it. We update our phones, we update our TVs, we update our computers, and we just move on. You know, it used to be a huge deal to have an update or when a program changed. Now, we just accept it. We don't even think about it. And as men, we should kind of have that same attitude in our life. Rebooting should be something we do regularly to keep growing. It should just be an integral part of our life. Because the truth is you can't operate the same way and expect to change. Change only happens when we change, when we choose to change. And we have to change within before we change the outside of ourselves. And the key to making the right change is doing a reboot. So this week we're adding some questions like we did in last week's show. The questions are using a computer as an example to help us kind of grab it and understand it for ourselves. Because the key to a good reboot is the questions that we ask and the answers that we give to those. So using that computer will help us better understand the process. And today we're going to look at three main questions. Is our operating system faulty? What are our priority programs? And are we updating? 
The first question we want to ask ourselves as men in this reboot time is, is our operating system faulty? Now, our mindset is our operating system. Your mindset as a man, my mindset as a man, is the operating system we live with. How we think, what we do, it all starts in our mind. And it's where we process things. And that really defines us. Our thoughts and our actions are really defined by how we process things in our mind. And so what we have to do is dig down to the core of our thoughts. We have to really dig down what's at the foundation of our thoughts. What's the focus of our mind? And there's a few key areas I want to talk about. The first area is a spiritual focus. We need to have a spiritual focus as men. We just do. Because we're spiritual creatures. To deny that is to deny a big part of ourselves. So we have to ask ourselves some questions about our operating system when it comes to the spiritual. And the spiritual, we have to ask, do we have a real relationship with God? Do we really have one or do we just say we have one or do we just ignore him? Do we define our actions as right or wrong based on what we think or what we feel? You see, that's a huge part. If you define your own actions as right or wrong, then you're kind of setting yourself up to be your own God. And as we've seen throughout history, men don't do good when they get a God complex. When men think they're a God, it usually turns out bad for everybody. So where do we go to get our right or wrong base approach? Well, that's the other question. Do we use the Bible as our guide to what is right or wrong? And the reason I say we need to use the Bible is because it's, it's above us. It's, it gives us that impartial view. So instead of you kind of justifying, say, oh, yeah, no, I'm good. You know, it gives us the real picture. It's kind of like you thinking what you look like and then seeing an impartial picture of what you really look like. You know, one is in your mind and one is truth. And so we have to ask ourselves about that. Where are we at in our spiritual focus? Are we as men engaged in a spiritual community? You know, are you involved in church? Are you involved with other men who are trying to grow spiritually? That's an important part of the mindset. And, and it would be bad for me to ignore it or not actually bring it up to some of you. Some of you may say, well, David, I don't care about the spiritual stuff. Well, I understand that. And I'm not trying to tell you what or what you shouldn't do. I just want you to know that there is a spiritual component to our lives. And if you really want to understand it, you've got to have a relationship with the God who made us. And that comes from the Bible. So I just want you to consider that as one of your focuses, because your operating system is based on what's going on in your mindset. And you want to know, do I have a spiritual mindset? Am I connected with God? Do I really understand the Bible, which is what the book he wrote for me? And that's the way you want to bring it up because that helps your spiritual focus go in the right direction. Now, the other focus that a lot of men have is a selfish focus. And, and that focus is one that really we all lean into very easily. I don't know about you, but I do at times. And the question that helps us with that is, am I the center of my own universe? Am I the center of my entire mindset? Is everything about me? That's a question we have to ask ourselves as men. Because selfishness is the most common, but ultimately it's the most unsatisfying lifestyle that so many men live. Because selfishness, it keeps us from really getting into deep, intimate relationships. 
Because when men are in a relationship with a woman and they're very selfish, they're going to hold part of themselves back. They're going to act selfish in the relationship. That's why so many men struggle with relationships with women because they're selfishly focused. And men who are selfishly focused will hold themselves back and the women will often pick up on it. They'll, they'll see that, you know, okay, what's going on with this? What's happening? Why, why am I not getting all of him? And we blame the woman, but a lot of times it comes back to us and our own selfishness. And there's also things that hold men back, like they may be hurt. You know, someone may have hurt them, maybe scared of getting into a relationship. Well, all of those can tend to be selfish reasons. So those are things we need to deal with so we aren't selfishly focused in our nature. And the other thing about selfishness we have to look at, if you're a parent, if you have a selfish focus, your parenting will suffer because your parenting will be slanted towards yourself and not your kids. You see, a lot of people parent to look good in front of others. They want others to think well of them. So that's how they parent. That's a selfish style of parenting. It often leads to hypocrisy and all kinds of things where kids see their parents saying one thing, but then doing another. And this kills the parent-child relationship. You know, you don't have to be uh, perfect as a dad. None of us are perfect. You know, we don't have to try and be everything to our children, but we do want to share ourselves with them. And that means being authentic. I've heard people say things like, oh, my kids are my best friends. Well, if they're still children, that's not healthy. You know, you don't want them to be your best friend. You don't want to share everything with your children. They're your children. You want to raise them up. You want to have an authentic relationship with them, but they're not the center of your world and you can't be the center of the parenting that you do. What you have to do is gear your parenting toward them based on who they are as a child. And the only way you can do that is to look at them objectively, not through your own selfish lens. Now, your goal is for your kids to become your friend. When they become an adult, you can be a friend with them. And when if you've raised them the right way, you'll be a great friend with them. But they see that when they look at how you raise them, what kind of attitude you had. And another area that we've got to be careful we're selfish with is our friendships. A lot of men are selfish with themselves and their friends, and it breeds this attitude of networks instead of friendships. So guys will get to know other guys and all these other things, but they do it out of, well, you're going to help me with my business. You're going to make me popular. You know, you're going to be the guy who everybody looks to. So if I'm friends with you, they're going to look to me. And that's a very superficial, selfish way to look at friendships. It's a transactional friendship. And we need to be careful as men that we don't do that. So that's our selfish focus. The other focus a lot of times that men have is that insecure focus. And that's that they kind of live their whole life out of their own insecurity. They're always trying to prove themselves. They're changing, you know, who they are based on the people around them and the situation they're in. You know, it's just like middle and high school, you know, where kids try to be cool with the cool kids. Some adults never stop doing that. Some men never stop being that person. And insecure men can become master manipulators. They're able to read the temperature of the room and kind of gauge what people want from them. They become really good at using words and saying a lot, but not really committing to anything. You know, you and I are probably thinking of the same type people. There are some politicians who are masters at this, and they probably come from an area of insecurity. They don't want to take a stand. 
Insecure men are not willing to stand by themselves. They follow the crowd. They follow strong leaders. You know, and we've seen that throughout history. A lot of times strong leaders will be surrounded by a bunch of insecure people. And the hard part is we've seen famous and powerful men who were surrounded by other men, but those men are insecure. So none of those men will speak truth to the man in power. They will help that man destroy himself. You know, there have been famous people who other people are buying them drugs and doing the, the stuff that, that really kills them, that hurts them. And it goes back to the fact that that person was insecure and wasn't willing to stand up. So what we have to do as men is really look at our mindset. And, and where are we focused? Do we have a selfish focus? Do we have an insecure focus? Or do we have a spiritual focus? Because your operating system as a man, if it's faulty, everything's going to be faulty. Another question we want to ask ourselves when we're doing a personal reboot is what are our priority programs? In other words, what main areas of our life as men are the things we're focusing on, the things that are getting our attention? Now understand, when I say your priorities, I'm not talking about work. This is outside of work. Because as men, work is one of our roles. It's a natural part of our life. And it should be there. It's important that men work. And, and work, though, can become all-consuming to us as men. Why, do we, why are we like that? Well, work gives us instant feedback. And as men, we like that. So a lot of times, we make that our priority. And it is important. I'm not knocking it. In fact, in episodes 112 and 114, I talk about the importance of work for men. But the truth is, it's our work that is important. It's a role, but it's not our life priority. Our life priorities are the things that are the most important to us. Work is important, but it's not the most important thing. Have you named your priorities? If I was to say, what are your priorities? What would you say? Would you just kind of throw some things out that you're supposed to say? You know, a lot of guys do that. They, hey, what's important to you? Oh, uh, my family's important to me. And they know they're supposed to say that, but do they really mean it? Do they really live it? See, our priorities often get lost in the busyness of life. We don't focus on them, but we allow ourselves to get distracted. We kind of go into the fog of busyness and overwhelm. And a lot of men, we have this tendency, and it's good because it's part of who we are. We just want to get the job done. And that's important. And a lot of times you have projects and things you got to do, and I understand that. However, if all you do is work to get the job done, eventually you as a man won't have anything to give to the job. You see, as men, we'll burn ourselves out quickly because we're not focused on the right priorities. And you know what? The job is going to move on. Jobs will find other people, but we're going to have to deal with the baggage of our unhealthy decisions. So that's why our priorities really need to be focused on because then it's going to give us the energy and the ability to stay in our job, to stay in that role, and to even succeed at it. So what we want to do as men is focus on our personal priorities. And as a man, we have four major areas we need to focus on. We need to focus on our mental, our emotional, our spiritual, and our physical. 
Now, those are the four cornerstones of who we are as men, because as men, we're holistic, which means every one of those areas is important. And each one of those four areas should get some attention. You see, we're made up of these four areas, and each one deserves our time and attention. Now, you can say, okay, Dave, that's a lot. I just feel overwhelmed just hearing that. I'm not saying you give all your attention to them all the time. What I'm saying is each one needs to be regularly checked and focused on. Because if you get out of balance, that's when you crash. And I use the analogy a lot. It's like your four tires. You know, you have four tires of your life. And that's the mental side, the emotional side, the spiritual side, and the physical side. If you ignore one of those, just like if you ignore a tire, eventually that tire is going to blow. That tire is going to crash out and it could really damage you driving. It could damage your car. And we see this all the time with men. We see men who will get out of balance in their life and then it crashes. You know, either they crash, their business crash, or they just up and run away from everything. And so here's the truth. We don't have to be perfect as men. I'm not saying that you have to be perfect in every one of these areas. What I'm saying is each one of those areas needs to get some attention. So the question is, what are we doing to grow in each of these areas? What are we doing to grow mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically? We've got to make sure those are priorities or we're not going to have anything for the other areas of our life. And speaking of the other areas, another priority is our relationships. You know, are you married? Do you have a wife? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a serious girlfriend? And if you do, let me ask you this question for both of them. What are you doing to actively build that relationship with them? What are you doing to encourage the growth of that relationship? Are you as a man taking the initiative in the relationship? I'm not saying you do everything. I'm not saying you become some servant, but you do serve. You do show love. You do kind of keep that, that love going. A lot of times guys will, will really pursue a woman and they'll, they'll be romantic. They'll build the relationship. They'll do all this. But then once they get married, they're like, okay, I check the box. I move on. And we can't do that. We have to keep doing that throughout if we want the relationship to grow. And, and for a lot of us as guys, if, if we're not married and we're going from girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend, and a lot of times we're blaming the girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend, we need to really look at, okay, maybe the problem is me. And maybe we're just bad at picking. And that doesn't mean that you're just bad. What it means is you've got some stuff in you that is attractive to women who maybe are, have issues or have problems. I did youth camps for a long time, and it was amazing to me how I could have one teenager from the south part of the state coming to camp and another teenager from the north part of the state, and they've never met each other. And within a few hours, they find each other because they're similar. They're very similar in what they are. And a lot of us as men, we attract women who are similar to us. And if we're not healthy, we're going to attract women who aren't healthy. And our own healthiness is key to having a great relationship. Whether you're married, whether you're single, both of them need your time. If you're married, you've got to keep chasing your wife. If you're single, you want to grow so you can be a better man for the woman that you want. And as a parent, kids want your connection more than anything. 
They want to connect with us individually as dads. So we've got to make that a priority. We've got to give them focus time, focus energy. Kids can tell if they're a bother to us. Kids can tell if we just kind of are, are doing enough to get by. What we want to show them is that we are actively engaged in their life. So, so we have to ask ourselves, what are we doing to intentionally invest into our children? Because they're going to grow up fast. No matter what you think, they will be gone soon. But that time you invest in them, you'll never regret doing it. And the last thing real quick is our friendships. Men need friendships today. We have a loneliness epidemic among men. And we need to intentionally form what Stephen Mansfield calls a band of brothers. As men, we connect and we do life with other men. That's our band of brothers. And what you want to do is find men that you enjoy being around. Not just a group who sits around the table once a week. You know, you want to find men who you like, who you like to be around, who have similar attitudes as you, a similar mindset. And that's good for you. It's also good if you have a family that they will see that. They'll see what it is to have good friends. Men need men. Men who are good for us. We don't need men who tear us down. We don't need men who try to get us to do wrong things. We need men who build us up, that we help build them up. And those are priorities for us. Because if we don't have those priorities, we're missing a huge part of our life. last question we want to ask ourselves in our reboot is, are we updating? Now, you know, phones, computers, everything has to update, which means it's new programming, new things. And as men, we need that because we have a tendency to get into ruts as men. Now, it comes from a good intention. You know, we discover something that works. We say, hey, this works. I'm going to do it this way from now on. The problem is everything else changes, but we don't. We do things the same way, but eventually that change has to come. Circumstances change, life changes. And we may say things to ourselves like, well, this is the way I've always done it. It's always worked this way in the past. And what's funny is we heard older people say that to us when we were young. We made fun of them. We laughed at them. We thought they were old fogies. Well, now as you get older, you're becoming that guy. You don't want to be that guy. Some things can stay the same. Some things should stay the same. There are some things that we need to really conserve and protect in our life, but not everything. And especially not you. You have to update because life keeps moving. And even if we don't move, life will move without us. If you've lived any amount of time, you've seen how the big stuff of right now kind of gets forgotten and becomes something that's old, something that people make fun of. One of the sure signs you're getting older is when the stuff you did as, as a child, as a teenager, when everybody considers that retro now. Oh, that's so retro. You're like, shut up. I'm not retro. But it is. Like, I grew up as a child, um, late 70s, into the 80s. Uh, you know, there was disco. There was all the 80s, the new wave and everything. Those were very formative times for me. Well, now they're retro. You know, we can talk about it. We can talk about how the music was better and all this. And I actually think a lot of it was. But, you know, the truth is we got to move on. We can't just skip back in the 80s. I mean, yes, we can listen to 80s music. We can listen to 70s music. But that doesn't mean we stay there. 
you know, now it is funny today. People are going back to vinyl. A lot of people are preferring vinyl to, to digital and all this other stuff. And vinyl's cool. I love vinyl. I had uh, old 45s and the, and the 33s. I had it all. But I really like the convenience of phones, honestly. It's kind of hard to take vinyl with you when you go running. But a phone, you can do. So here's the deal with us as men. The danger is if we never change, we're going to get what I call this odd sense of nostalgia. And what that means is we're going we're gonna to look backwards and we're going to view the past in an unrealistic way. We're going to look back in the past and, oh, the times were better. Those were better times and all this. But what you're doing is you're looking at the past through the lens of today with the wisdom you have today. And it doesn't work that way. As we get older, we get wiser. When we're young, we're dumb. You can't have both. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I want to go back. And what they really mean is they want to take the wisdom they have now and go back. And you just can't do that. It's got to be one or the other. And a lot of men, they look back with nostalgia in the past, but they're looking at it from the wrong point of view. And we can do that with our regrets. You know, if we never update our life, if we never kind of keep changing and growing, then we become a person who's filled with regrets. We start saying things like, you know, oh, I wish I had, I wish I had done that. I wish I had done this or that. And that's really just a waste of our own brain energy. It's not going to help you change today. Now, if there's something you did wrong, you need to ask forgiveness. You need to go to someone and make things right. You should do that. But if you just sit around and regret everything you ever did, you'll never be caught up to today. You'll be in that cycle of regret that feeds on itself because eventually you'll regret your regrets. And that just wastes your energy and it wastes you from really moving ahead and growing. I'm not saying there's things you didn't do that you do regret. I'm saying you need to take care of those so you can put them to bed and not waste today's energy on them. The truth is, for us as men, our growth is our own responsibility. We have to be in charge of our growth. We have to maintain a desire to move ahead. And we have to be a person who wants feedback because progress is based on feedback. So we've always got to be seeking feedback. We have to intentionally look at the feedback of our life. Now, I'm not talking about second guessing everything. I'm talking about from an outside perspective, looking at how am I doing? What am I doing? What's working? What's not working? What season of life am I in? All of those questions are part of you updating yourself. You're saying, okay, my kids are in elementary school. That's one season of life. My kids are in upper high school. They're about to graduate. That's another season of life. I just retired from work. That's another season of life. And each one of those seasons means big changes. So we have to change how we do things. And we have to make some major updates in our life. And all of these things will help us to focus our growth. And we need to understand that updating is something no one else can do for us. We have to do it ourselves. All right, guys, closing out the show today, we want to understand that our personal reboot is the key to setting the right goals and making the right changes in our life. But the truth is no one's going to do it for us. We have to do it as men and we have to continually do it. It's not just a one-time thing. 
is something we should do regularly. You know, every year is good. Every quarter could be good. And it's not, it doesn't have to be a long process. You just need to think through some of these questions and make it a habit. Because if you do, then you will continually update. You will continually help yourself grow, change, and become a better man. So remember to think of yourself as a computer and ask yourself, is my operating system faulty? What kind of mindset am I working with? Where, where's my focus in my mind? And then what are the priority programs? You know, on your computer, you have your favorite programs you use, your most productive programs. What is that in your life? What are the things that are most important to you in your life? Again, outside of work. You don't want to bring work in this. Work is an important part. But what about the other areas of life? Because those are the things that give you the energy and the power to really go to work and be your best. And then the other thing is, are we updating as men? What are you doing to update yourself? What are you doing to change your mindset? What are you doing to grow and not just kind of get stuck doing the same thing the same way? Now, if you need help with this, I've actually written a personal reboot guide. And for a, a short time, it's going to be available at theconfidentman.me. If you check that out, you can download it. It's filled with questions to help you focus your reboot and become stronger. I want you to check it out because I want to help you become a better man. I want you to find and live your ultimate adventure as a man. And one of the best ways to do that is to start with a personal reboot today. All right, guys, check it out, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.